Testing. There we go. Now we're talking literally. Hello, my dusty pack animals. This is your crusty alpaca, Matthew Sanborn Smith, and his busty Pac-Man podcast, Beware the Hairy Mango. Today's story is all about transforming yourself from the outside in. It's time to remove your nightshirt that you had been wearing for the elemental force desperation and slip into that cocktail dress for failure. Dress for Failure by Matthew Sanborn Smith. Bez was the exact opposite of that guy in the last episode. She was a winner all the way. Before she was born, her mother had conned everyone into believing she had purchased the universe from the Big Bang itself and now made gagoogle jillions renting it out to every living creature in existence. And you had to pay. If you were evicted, there was literally no other place to go. Bez was doing so well for herself she had a Paralympic-sized swimming pool filled with toothpaste instead of water. You may say, so what? But have you bought toothpaste lately? Okay, you're a bad example, but I have, and trust me, it's way more expensive than water. In fact, things were so good, Bez got bored. She needed a little challenge. She needed some problems. While slumming in Dubai, she accidentally had one of her servants read her a poster that said, dress for the job you want, not for the job you have. After wrestling with her confusion, she had her people explain to her what a job was. Bez was shocked. Up to that point, she had assumed everyone else had been put in place to serve her, rather than make their own money. This could be her salvation. She considered her own clothing. She was dressed from head to toe in B vitamins. Have you bought B vitamins lately? And in case anyone was checking her out from the fourth dimension, she even had clothing injected into her. Every cell of her body was dressed smartly in almost a top hat and tails. I say almost because there wasn't really room enough in there to properly sport a top hat, and what they wore were technically bottom hats. There was no way Bez was going to be able to do this herself. She called for a consultant who might have a handle on how the lesser people dressed. Who knew what she might learn. Perhaps they wore placebos and filled wading pools with macaroni and cheese. Soon she was presented with Todd. Todd was a down-on-his-luck accountant who was forced to dress in file folders borrowed from his office. You're my guy, Bez shouted. You've got loser written all over you. And it was true, because all of his file folders had been previously used for the John Phillips loser account. Without hesitation, Todd brought Bez to the dumpiest clothing store she had ever seen. It was called Barrel of Junkies, and their motto was, you haven't lived on the wrong side of the tracks until those tracks are running along the inside of your arm. Which was kind of a long motto when you think about it, but since they couldn't afford a sign anyway, it didn't really matter. Once they climbed into the barrel, the man who ran the place dressed Bez in the filthiest used bandages money didn't ever want to buy. I think you're ready to hit the town, Todd said. The horrors that followed are best left unsaid. And although you might feel relieved to learn that Bez made it home in one piece, you shouldn't. Because she had left her home the night before in three pieces, owing to her remote torso and carry-on armpit. The good news was she now only smelled half as much, but a dip in the pool would leave her minty fresh anyway. You may think after an experience like that, Bez would have had enough, but she had gotten exactly the bad time she craved. Alas, since Todd had been paid handsomely for his services to her, he wasn't hip to the streets any longer. He dressed himself in staples now, which he was able to buy outright, and attracted a variety of electromagnetic friends. But Bez hadn't gotten this far by sitting around. Well, actually she had, but her brief jaunt with Todd had taught her how to have a bad time. She filled a second swimming pool with orange juice and spent her days dipping herself from one pool to the other. It was nasty. 
If this story wore you out, you can evening gown it and other sartorial whatnots at the web posh of the decolletage bewarethehairymango.com. Control yourself poorly in the comments for this post or yip email me and we'll jump for lemon scented joy at Matthew at bewarethehairymango.com and then place the dishes gently down upon the kitchen counterculture at bewarethehairymango at gmail.com. If you want your wisdom read on the air, make your permission clear and then we can all listen to David Bradshaw's awesome email music again. Whenever we're slow motion speed dating, the SF and SF signal stands for second favorite, a phrase which loses us at sfsignal.com more boyfriends and girlfriends than we could second guess. We don't quite understand it. I mean, our ninth favorites stick to us like glue, mainly because they haven't bathed in a few weeks and are pretty sticky by nature. Come to think of it, our first favorites always walk out too. Tweet from the tweet tops that all your leafiest greens should follow me at twitter.com slash upwithgravity. I'm already followed by all your barkiest browns, probably because I look so striking in your trunks. They're the only ones long enough to cover my stump. Rather than subscribing through the get the mango button, I strongly urge you to simply get Give me money through the donate button on the Homeo and Juliet page because you love me for being me. I've been loved plenty of times for being someone else, believe me, and I'm sick and tired of those itchy wigs. And after I'm gone, you'll have plenty of time to love me for being no one at all, though I won't appreciate your money nearly as much then. This podcast wrings its hands craftily from the side of the railroad tracks, even though it hasn't tied Pauline there or even Nell. That's part of its plan to keep you off your guard. Soon it won't be tying people up at the sawmill either, and then what are you going to do with yourself? You never counted on the world running low on asshole. Maybe you could start work on that documentary, Running Low on Assholes, you're always talking about, in which dogs rub their anal glands all over your recently shampooed Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Sharealike 4.0 International License. Until you find a surgeon outside of Alabama to correct that hideous case of banjo knee, this will roll over on top of Matthew Sanborn Smith and remind you there are no small actors, only regular actors completely surrounded by much, much better actors. Always. Good night. And now made Google Jillians renting it out to everybody. Google. <laughs>